any artist that is in pursuit of a career is facing fear, obsessive self-judgment, overthinking, mental and emotional barriers. My name is Luther Mallory. This is the State of the Artist podcast. State of the Artist podcast. This one is called What It's Like to Be Massively Famous. And this podcast episode is going to be around me making the point that the niche audience in 2021 is the only option. And to keep pining after this mass audience, whether it's in your mind or what you're doing strategically to move your career forward, it's the niche and it's the only option. On this episode, we have our first ever interview. So I have on a massively famous person. This is a six-time Grammy winning, 2.5 Oscar winning, and I'm sure she will uh, tell that story. The... Writer of the theme song for Patrick in the SpongeBob movie, a Pulitzer Prize winner. She has 15 children. It's nobody. We don't need anybody here to tell us what it's like to be massively famous. We can see. It sucks. It sucks. It's not worth it anymore in 2021. Let's look at who's massively famous. Justin Bieber is massively famous. Okay, so Justin Bieber was a kid that I followed on YouTube before he got famous because I had never seen a really good singing kid before. Because before YouTube, we didn't see every fucking thing everybody did in the world. Right, And then YouTube showed up. Justin Bieber was one of the first kids on there that was the singing kid. There was two, Dan Telvesky, Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber was lucky enough to be at the beginning of a technological cultural shift and capitalize on a market uh, um, out of pure luck. Is Justin Bieber the best singer ever? No, of course not. Scroll through TikTok for eight seconds and you'll see 150 better singers than Justin Bieber. Nothing taking away from his amazing talent and skill. He was also blessed by the luck gods in a fucked up way. Because he was there technologically at a time where he could get that reach. Okay, so so he's not the, the greatest singer. On TikTok is Charlie D'Amelio, who is the most followed TikToker with 100 million followers, the best dancer, because that's what she started out doing. No, she was there first. So now she's the most known dancer. Here's the thing. Artists, currency is attention. That is our currency. So when we have more attention, we feel more valuable because uh, attention and currency is power. It's the good old-fashioned power struggle. And the Western idea that the next guy has more shit than me, I need that. The ladder to be climbed. Very, very much we've learned that, right? So Justin Bieber has the most power. He has the most people, and he has the most money, so he has the most power. What's the problem in 2021 with power? Because I'm seeing quite a few problems in 2021 with power. Like, for instance, people hate it now 
people really, really reject powerful people now. People are getting canceled for being powerful. Why? Because Gen Z is the first generation to call every other generation out and go, hey, this shit was super fucked, guys, forever. It's been fucked forever, how we're treating people and how we're abusing power. So everyone who's who has power, I'm pointing a, a magnifying glass at you and going, are you abusing your power? Are you abusing your power? And some of us who just hate certain people in power go looking for something to get rid of that person. Yes, they are abusing their power. Meanwhile, they just want them fucking gone for whatever reason. That's happening too. So there's a toxicity in cancel culture, but it comes from this root of people going, enough. And when you try to talk to the bully and go, I don't like that. And the bully goes, I don't really give a shit. At some point, you have to knock the motherfucker out. And that's what's happening with cancel culture. The pendulum has swung in a fucking crazy ass direction. And it has to come back. But that's what it is this year in 2021. People are sick of being oppressed and people are sick of people in power taking advantage of that power. So they go, fuck the whole system. Now we have artists looking at someone like Justin Bieber, all of us going, that's the most powerful artist. That's what I want because that's what history has told me I want. I want the most. I want the most power, the most attention, the most money. Meanwhile, Justin Bieber got famous in a technological uh, piece of fucking unbelievable luck because he was there at a time where technology was in the exact place to propel him. Right. So now we look at TikTok and we go, how do people consume culture now? Okay, Justin Bieber did it that way. Now, because of reality TV showing us that, hey, you know what's better than written television shows is people uh, being themselves and you get to watch that. And we went, no, it's not. And then they showed us Cake Boss and we went, I would never like this. And three episodes later, I'm like, I know your family and I've cried on your show before. That's weird. And then TikTok bumped that up a, a few fucking notches. And now the $4,000 music video that you made that took you seven months of edits gets consumed like this. Beep. And the guy who chugs chocolate milk super fast in Ethiopia gets consumed like this. Beep. It's the same. Everyone is now the fucking same. It's not artist versus artist. I, I got to be more skilled and more marketable than this artist. No, you got to be skilled and more marketable than the chocolate milk guy too. Everybody. And the person who knows about hay and the person protesting Ikea, you know, you have to do all of those. You have to beat all of them. Everybody's in the game because everyone can have attention. We have found out we don't like people in power. We like to divide it. I know what you're thinking politically. It's interesting. We like to divide it now and go, everyone should have power. Here's TikTok. TikTok came from China. Everyone should have power. Here's TikTok. That's interesting. You can't really say it's not an interesting thing. You go, well, yeah, everybody kind of should. Because if you're propelled on that pedestal up to the top, you are under a microscope and people go, are you abusing power? 
And I, I know that you would be the person who gets to the top and goes, fuck it, let's go to the top anyway. I won't abuse my power. And then you don't, and you save lives and you fucking help people. That's great. I still guarantee that the, the, the biggest percentage of us uh, involved watching right now are people that would get to the top and go, uh, I'm not that happy here. I don't need this. You know, power is not being sought after as much as it used to be. So target the niche, and here's how you do it. You target the niche, because you have to. You target the niche by instead of saying, those people who did it in the past now have millions of dollars in all of the fans. You go, what do I need per month to live my life? Financially, 4000 14000 What do you? What do I need? How many fans would I need to be willing to pay me $50 a, uh, a year, fans that would maybe spend that much. How many of those would I need to get there per month? What could I sell them? Merch, uh, streams, whatever, whatever. But how could I engage these people and just collect a thousand of them? You know, like the like Kevin Kelly's book, A Thousand True Fans. I think that's the name, Kevin Kelly. Um, right, exactly. That's all you need, right? The mass audience is broken. The niche is the only option anymore. You have a thousand people waiting to buy something from you. Somewhere. Yeah. Are you going to get 30 million views on YouTube? No, probably not. And who gives a fuck? State of the Artist Podcast.